0: Looking to stand out from the pack at your first job? When you earn a master's in management from Georgetown, you'll gain the skills employers value most, elevating your career prospects for years to come. Get started at choosegeorgetown.com slash MIM.
1: It's the Smart Driving Cars podcast. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the faculty chair of autonomous vehicle engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi, Alan. Hi, Fred. Good day just before the holiday. Now, first up, it's been a very long year for Uber. On March 18th, one of its autonomous vehicles with a safety driver on board struck and killed Elaine Herzberg in Tempe, Arizona. We've spoken so many times about that tragedy. It then suspended its testing, but as of today, the testing has resumed in Pittsburgh and more testing is planned in San Francisco, Toronto.
0: Yes, well, I guess, you know, uh, they're trying to prepare themselves for an IPO, and in preparation for the IPO, um, they really need to uh, be uh, at least indicating to the investment community that they are making progress with driverless, because otherwise uh, uh, the uh, expectation of, uh, of uh, the size of the company, profitability, valuation, and so on, I think it's quite different um, if they have a a driverless, uh, a real driverless uh, uh, mobility opportunity or not. So, uh, you know, this is part of them preparing themselves for an IPO.
1: And uh, Uber is saying that it's laid the groundwork for creating uh, what it says is a lasting safety culture. It created, for example, an internal tip line for employees to report safety issues uh, and, and ensures that they're being addressed. It's also funding researchers working to spur development of independent driverless safety tests.
0: When I, I think they have to, I think they realize that uh, they have to do safety, they have to be safe because if they if they repeat what they did in March, I mean, it's over uh, for them. Uh, so um, So they have to be safe.
1: In the meantime, uh, TechCrunch is saying Lyft, uh, Uber's rival with with another IPO coming, is getting more serious about autonomous vehicle safety with a new hire. That, again, is according to TechCrunch. Lyft has announced the hiring of John Maddox, founder of the American Center for Mobility and previous associate administrator of vehicle safety research at the Department of Transportation uh, to lead its autonomous vehicle safety and compliance efforts. Uh, at Lyft, Maddox will be the company's first senior director of autonomous safety and compliance.
0: Well, I think I think hiring John is again a very wise move by Lyft. I I uh, I think of the world of of John. John's a really good guy. He's been in this business uh, for some time. He uh, fundamentally understands safety, and I think the, that's a good move. And I'm happy to see uh, John landed with Lyft. Um, uh, He's done a lot of very good work in his career, and um, I think uh, will be a very good addition for Lyft.
1: And when we spoke uh, last week with Ralph Nader, Alan, uh, he was really concerned about a bill in Congress that still supposedly had a chance. He said it would give companies testing autonomous vehicles too much leeway. He was opposed to it. Now looks like that bill is not going to be voted on in this Congress.
0: Yes, well, I mean, again, uh, the the Congress is is taking it slow, and as uh, as we've discussed, um, I think they should. We're still so very early in this process, and I think that the uh, the realization uh, of the industry that it has to be safe, and of course, one of the things that the Congress should not do. Is is uh, and, uh, provide uh, limits on liability to these companies. In other words, in case they're not safe, safe, uh, uh, letting them uh, continue to survive. I mean, uh, the, the one has to hold an, a a really good uh, uh, and big stick over the head of, of of these companies to make sure that they are safe and not give them the the, uh, the uh, opportunity to uh, maybe um, you know uh, have some limits on liabilities uh, associated with um, uh, with being non safe i mean those things exist for amtrak and uh, as we saw in the philadelphia derailment uh, you know there <laughs> the congress had put uh, limitations on liabilities on amtrak uh, Not that that's made Amtrak uh, not be as safe as it it should be, but my goodness, um, at times one could argue that um, Amtrak is not as safe as it should be. So um, definitely uh, the Congress should not do that.
1: Well, the government is doing some things. The Federal Transportation Administration has announced uh, $16.6 million to improve transit access in selected communities around the country. One of those happens to be Greenville County in South Carolina. We've got some friends there, right?
0: Yes, and I'm happy to see that Fred Payne, who's uh, worked tirelessly for years uh, trying to uh, provide some uh, public transit mobility improvements in Greenville, is is, uh, finally able to get some money out of the FTA. He's also gotten some funds out of the uh, Federal Highway Administration, uh, and to uh, really um uh, bring uh, uh, some uh, real mo- improved mobility uh, and to the mobility to the mobility disadvantage in Greenville so uh, hats off to you um, um Fred uh, congratulations
1: the other fred local motors yeah. <laughs> local motors a company that uh that we're very familiar with uh has opened autonomous vehicle an autonomous vehicle fleet challenge for the greater Washington area. This looks pretty interesting.
0: Yes, and uh, uh, Jay Rogers there is uh, really trying to put some demonstrations out there uh, in various cities and, and as well as the University of Buffalo uh, to test uh, and uh, demonstrate the, uh, mobility uh, with their Ollie vehicle and um, And congratulations to him to in expanding that, and um, hopefully uh, uh, we'll create a welcoming environment in, in Central Jersey and allow him to uh, also come to Central Jersey to provide us with some mobility.:
1: As Some companies we want to talk about, uh, Bloomberg is reporting that BMW and Daimler are considering a partnership when it comes to developing autonomous technology and electrification apparently. Uh
0: yes, well I guess uh, many of the um, of the OEMs are teaming up. We had um, we had Honda teaming up with, with the General Motors recently. Um uh, but I guess with respect to uh to Daimler, uh, one wonder is whether or not they really want to do driverless or they want to do self-driving. I think I, make the same comment with respect to Audi's efforts. Uh, Yes, uh, self-driving so that we can take our hands off the wheel and feet off the brakes some of the time uh, on the cars that we own but that yet sit in the driveway or the garage or the parking lot, you know, 96% of the time. um, Absolutely, you know, that's their business model. Uh, whether they're really interested in, in developing driverless um, uh, mobility machines, as, as we're calling them, uh, that uh, that are out there working uh, most of the day, uh, moving people around, uh, I don't know. I, I don't see it in their announcements. Uh, I see uh, what they're doing as, as really continuation of of their current business model to uh, sell um uh, high-end vehicles uh, to all of this uh but uh, let's wait and see what happens
1: and you mentioned Audi uh it is uh, the the Verge uses a headline Audi pulls the curtain back on its self-driving car program so it's a, revealing a little bit more about what it's doing
0: Right. And, and really, they are doing self-driving. And self-driving means that, in fact, uh, we own them. Uh, we sit behind the wheel and uh, every once in a while, or maybe a little bit more often, we take our feet off the pedals and hands off the wheels. This is a completely different business than creating a driverless vehicle that is out uh uh, giving me a ride, giving you and I a ride, giving me and my next door neighbor a ride, uh, giving anybody a ride, or, or being uh, driverless and taking me from my house to Newark Airport this morning on my flight to San Francisco uh, to, to Los Angeles. You um, know, uh, it's a completely different business model, completely different business. Uh, maybe they're going to be in the go into the rides business as opposed to the uh, hardware business that we then um, you know leave uh, sitting around uh, most of the day. Um, we'll wait and see what happens there.
1: Well, uh, another company we're familiar with, Nuro, has now deployed autonomous delivery vehicles without safety drivers in partnership with Kroger and Fry's Food Stores, and this is going on in Arizona. This is really interesting. The Times, uh, in its headline, called it a toaster on wheels, these delivery vehicles.
0: Well, (laughs) the delivery vehicle doesn't have a steering wheel i don't know if it's this one that they put a a rear view mirror on it because a motor vehicle at least in one of the states says that the vehicles have to have a rear view mirror, so instead of trying to getting getting an exemption, they just slapped on a rear view mirror but whatever that's uh, these are you know truly uh, driverless vehicles, whether they're being remotely driven or not, or to what extent they are actually doing the driving, uh, it's not completely clear. Uh, what is clear of the demonstration is that while there isn't a safety driver on board, there's a trailing vehicle that is monitoring the operation and uh, and basically behaving as the safety driver um, in, in a separate vehicle behind it. So um it's it's very much of a demonstration in uh, probably the uh, most um, accommodating uh, area in the world for doing that um you know uh, suburban uh Arizona uh with uh, an area which probably has very little traffic and so on but uh, you know that's not to uh, to diminish uh, their accomplishment you have to get started someplace and this is a start and um uh, we're at the very beginning um when we look back on today we'll say oh my goodness uh, uh what a what amount of redesign was in the vehicle and how to handle the the goods and so on and so forth but uh it's a start and so um Uh, Hats off to them for actually going out and at least uh, doing a start.
1: And uh, we should say anyone who's in that 85257 zip code can use the Fry's Food Stores website or or a mobile app uh, to get this Neuro vehicle to bring groceries. And the fee for this is is a flat fee, $5.95, no matter how much you're buying. So uh, pretty interesting. I wonder if it's going to be good for business.
0: Well, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter what they charge. the 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 cost of the of doing the service is, uh, uh, oh my goodness, uh, it depends on how you want to depreciate or allocate whatever the development costs that have taken place so far, and so on, and so forth. So, so in a sense, uh, you know. Uh, pricing um uh at at the at the beginning is um is whatever you want it doesn't matter it certainly doesn't mean that uh you know 10 years from now that's going to be the price or might be higher might be lower but um anyway that's um uh, there's there's really no substance in any of that
1: the interesting thing is that they're doing this and it's off the ground right
0: that's the most interesting thing that it is actually doing it and it's off the ground and it's not just talking about it there you know, it's actually doing it with all the warts and whatever and so on but um, this is how one starts and when, <clears throat> look if you look at the Benz patent uh, of 1886 it, it certainly doesn't look like an S class uh, down in that you go look at in the showroom so um, come on, you know, it is It is the very beginning here.
1: And then there is Anthony Lewandowski, uh, the former Uber engineer, um, controversial. And Waymo
0: engineer and, and, right. um, <laughs> and uh, Google and uh, DARPA. Uh, 2005 challenge. <laughs> well, yes.
1: uh, the Guardian is reporting that he claims to have built an automated car that drove from San Francisco to New York without any human intervention. Uh, more than 3,000 miles started at the end of October and finished four days later. Went from the Golden Gate Bridge to the George Washington Bridge. What do you think of this?
0: Well, except for when he wanted to, you know, stop and sleep and take uh, and and go get gas and so on, so there was human intervention there, and, um, and so and as, as he clearly states, uh, this is uh, this is self-driving, not driverless, and his objective is to do self-driving, um, not driverless, with an uh, with a with an attendant, and he was the attendant. And, uh, Palmer Lowe did it in, uh, you know, in 1995 in July, uh, essentially the same thing drove across the country. Uh, I don't know how many Tesla owners, uh, do, uh, similar things, maybe not all the way across the country, but parts of the country, uh, you know, every day or on a daily basis. Uh, so <clears throat> yes, it's an accomplishment that, um, but, uh, it's self-driving, not driverless, and he's uh, promoting it as self-driving, which is good. He's promoting it for the motor carrier industry, which is very interesting. Uh, and he is, I guess, proposing to do um, uh, to basically um, do an aftermarket um, uh, technology suite that he will put on trucks. Uh, to basically uh, allow for self-driving trucks, uh, not driverless trucks.
1: Very interesting. So I guess we'll see what what comes of that. And he certainly got some headlines with this.
0: Well, he got headlines. My my problem is that if anybody looks at a startup uh, that's actually uh, going to do aftermarket in the motor carrier industry. Uh, one has to be rolling their eyes because uh, because there are there's tag along implied liabilities associated with such things, and uh, all it takes is is one who knows what whether it's this thing's fault or not, and all of a sudden you get dragged in there, and so the uh, the potential. Uh, liability exposure is so great that um, that it kills the business, business case of any startup uh, doing this. So um, uh, I don't know what his angle has to be that he's going to do something and then he's going to spin it to somebody else uh, to then uh, try to make a, a, a business out of it. But as a startup business, boy, um, uh, it's that that is not an easy business to do even if you have the technology working even if it's perfect because if you go in there and you modify something uh and something happens uh, you get dragged along so um well. Unless Congress goes says no drag-alongs, but I, they're not going to do that. So I don't know. It's a business case as as a, as a spin. It's not a business case as a as a standalone company. That's something. Uh, my opinion, but and what do I know? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <this> although <laughs> although one other comment, he calls the darn thing co-pilot. Uh, did he check any trademark infringements associated with using? Copilot.
1: I've heard that
0: name Did, before. Have you ever heard that name used before? <laughs> um, I wonder who used that. Uh, whatever.
1: Very interesting. Uh, what have, can you I called, say, have you Fred? called your
0: lawyer yet? <laughs> uh, no, I, hey, I sold the company. So yeah. I, you know, what a, I, uh, whatever.
1: Well, that is it for this edition. We're wishing you, our listeners, and you, Alan, a wonderful and warm holiday.
0: Absolutely. And thank you, everybody. And uh, I don't know if we're going to do another one before, uh, still in in, in 18, uh, where we see people in 19. But uh, maybe we we'll, we'll might as well do one next week, too. Uh, of course, Fred, right? What sure, will we there, do?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and there's a lot to look back on. You there's
0: can... an enormous amount to look back on. My goodness, what a year. We do have liftoff. We haven't cleared the, the tower yet. Uh Uh, But uh, but we at least have a liftoff. So um, let's hope um, things keep moving. But uh, 2018 was a good year.
1: And you can find us at SmartDrivingCar.com, now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play us, too. You can find my tech reports at Textonation.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Alan Kornhauser.